Um, I just wanted to talk a moment this morning about a, a friendship that Jesus had with one of his disciples called Peter. So when I'm talking about them, I'm not talking about Jesus' friendship with me, although I am really good friends with Jesus, and my name is Peter, but that's not really who I'm talking about. I wanted to talk about this moment where Jesus and Peter become friends. Okay? Um, I felt really stirred because I absolutely love being friends with Jesus. Do you love being friends with Jesus? Do you know, I've been friends with Jesus for a long, long time, more than 30 years. I've been friends with Jesus. And um, I just thought around this room, there are people, who, you've been friends with Jesus for years and years and years and years, haven't you? You have, though. It's a friendship that it literally lasts a lifetime, lasts forever, doesn't it? There's friends that we can have for, for periods in our lives. But many of us have been walking with Jesus for years. And then there's also there's young people in the room. And you guys maybe haven't been walking with Jesus as many years as some of us grown-ups have. But yet your friendship is just as special to Jesus as his friendship is with each one of us. It doesn't matter how old you are this morning. Jesus absolutely loves you. Did you know that? He really, really loves you. And he wants to get to know you even deeper. And this morning, I wanted us to get an opportunity to say, Jesus, I want to get to know you more. That's the point of this morning. Jesus, I want to know you more. And um, so there's this moment where there's this guy, Peter, in the Bible, and he's a fisherman. And they've, they've been out, and they've fished and fished and fished, and they're exhausted. And they've pulled their boats up. And then a man that they don't know called Jesus comes up and steps into Peter's boat. So Peter's not in his boat at that point. He's standing by the side of it. But Jesus gets into his boat, steps into it, and then says to Peter, can you push your boat out? And Peter just goes with it and says, okay, and pushes Jesus out a little bit into the, into the, um, the sea where they are. And Jesus then begins to tell all of the people that are around about the Father and about the Father's love. And then Jesus comes back to Peter and says to him, why don't you um, push your boats out and you're going to go and catch even more fish? Now, the disciples at that point, Peter and his friends, are really depressed because they didn't catch anything. So they're miserable because they didn't get much of a catch. Now this guy that they don't know has come and they said, why don't you push your boats out even further and go and try again? So they go with it and they decide, well, look, we might as well. So they go and they catch an enormous amount of fish, more fish than they could possibly imagine than, 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 that they would have caught in one night to the point that the boats are beginning to break under the weight of all the fish. And so they have to call some other guys to come and help them catch all the fish. And at that point, Jesus says to Peter, because uh, oh, then Peter realizes, hold on, this isn't a normal guy. There is something different about this guy. There is something about this guy that is, is beyond normal. This is something that's supernatural, that's miraculous. And he knows that this man, whoever he is, is a holy guy. And also he must know that there's something of love about this guy because he's absolutely captivated. And so then Peter says... Um, let's just pick this story up at the end. Um, Peter says, Lord, please leave me because I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. His partners, um, 
James and John and the sons of Zebedee were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. There was something about this first moment that changed everything. And Peter made the most special friend that he was ever going to make in his life from this moment. And what I wanted to say was, friends define each other. There is something about being friends with Jesus where you discover your identity. Your, who you are gets called out. Peter didn't know who he was until that point. He just thought he was going to be a fisherman. He assumed that was his lot in life. But actually Jesus came along and completely redirected his path and said, no, 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 I'm setting you up for a life of adventure with me and you're not going to fish for, for stinky fish anymore. You're going to fish for people instead. And it changed everything. And we get to live a life in relationship with Jesus where he wants to tell us who we are. You know, he wants you to, to discover who he says you are, who he's made you to be. He's made you to be awesome. He's made you to be people that do more than just um, mundane things. He's made you, he's called us to be people that bring transformation to the world around us. That's the calling that's on all of us. We all get to be fishers of men, don't we? We all get to bring um, the love of Jesus into the world that we're in and the hope that he brings. All right. Um, how about this one? Um, friendship with Jesus means there's no more fear. You know, when you've got friends, you, you stop being afraid because you're not on your own. Now, if you could be friends with the best friend in the whole world, where, who actually, where fear literally cannot exist, it doesn't matter how big the enemy is, it doesn't matter what the opposition is, fear literally has to leave the room when Jesus comes along. Did you notice how um, one of the first things that Jesus says to Peter is, don't be afraid? And I know that for many, many people, even in this church, fear is still something that, that bothers us. We still get afraid of things. We're still insecure around certain things. We've still got doubts, like we sang in that song. And yet what Jesus wants to do is come to us this morning and say, look, don't be afraid. Did you know there's nothing that you can be that you need to be afraid of? There's a simple bit of maths that I learned really early on, okay? It's this me plus Jesus equals overcomer, <laughs> equals success. It's really simple, isn't it? One plus one equals two. Me plus Jesus equals impossible situations to overcome. Yeah? That's the point. Um, there's this little moment where Peter and Jesus have a miracle together. Okay, No more is it just about Jesus doing the miracles. Peter gets drawn into the miracle. See, there's another point. Have you ever noticed how many boats there are in the Bible? They just like boats, don't they, and fish and water. And um, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I won't do that. Right, okay. So, so there's this moment where um, the, Jesus is praying and he's on the land and the disciples have gone out in their boat. And a storm rages up. Yeah, you know the story. Storm comes up and Jesus walks along over the water. Now, I don't know whether he just got lighter than the water. And that's how he would like one of those. Have you ever seen this water boatman thing on the pond? I don't know if Jesus' weight just massively reduced so that he could just walk along over the top of the water. 
or if there was something else that took place to the water that had to mean that it had to be different than what it was to support him. Either way, Jesus is walking across the water and the disciples are fearful, first of all, because there's a storm raging. The next thing they're scared of is that they think they can see a ghost because there's a man walking on the water, which is not what we normally see, is it? And so, again, the, the, um, for Peter, he's fearful. And Jesus' response is to say, look, don't be afraid. You don't need to be afraid of me, but you definitely don't need to be afraid of the storms that are around you. And so being friends with Jesus means that fear leaves. Because then what Jesus does is, this is the really nifty bit. Have you ever been in a situation that's quite scary? Have you ever been in a situation where actually you're worried about something? You're worried about an outcome. Maybe you've got a test at school. Maybe you've got something else going on in life. And you're worried about what's going to happen. The amazing thing is that what Jesus loves to do is he loves to take the thing that you're scared about the most and turn it into an adventure. He wants to turn it into an adventure with him. Because what he does is he takes Peter by the hand and he takes him out of the safety of his boat and takes him onto the water. The very place which actually was really, really scary. Where actually most people would die, wouldn't they? In a storm, on a boat, the boat goes over, most people would drown, wouldn't they? Except with Jesus, you don't drown. With Jesus, what you get to do is to walk on top of your problems. You literally get to ride over the top of the problem. And that's what Jesus wants to be for each one of us. He wants to enable us to literally see the problems, the difficulties that we are facing as adventures with him. Yeah? Do you want to go on an adventure with Jesus? Who wants to live a life where you're never scared ever again? Isn't that the point of the gospel? Yeah? All right. Okay, so being friends with Jesus means that you get to, uh, you get to defy gravity. <laughs> but also more than that, you get no more fear, um, which is... Good. What about this one? Jesus is faithful and forgives us. Friends are faithful, aren't they? They're faithful to us. They don't hold the things that we've done wrong against us. They actually forgive, don't they? That's what friends do. I think one of us wrote that down on there. Um, there's this incredible moment where um, they've, the disciples have had the Last Supper. You know, they had their. They, um, Jesus took bread and broke it, and they drank wine. and um, And we're going to do that in just a minute. And um, as they were doing that, Jesus said, "Actually, one of you is is going to um, uh, is going to deny me. One of you is going to say you don't actually want to be my friend anymore." And Peter, in his um, enthusiasm says, it won't be me. I will never say that we're not mates. I will never say that I'm not your friend. And then, <laughs> it's all right. I know Martin's for me. He's, he's a good friend. Good friends turn their phone off. Um, so, um, Peter and Jesus are in this moment where Peter says, I'm never going to say we're not friends. I'll never disown you to anybody. And Jesus looks at him square in the eyes and says, actually, you will. You're going to do it. And you're not just going to do it once. You're going to do it three times. And Peter obviously refutes this. No, 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 it's not going to be like that. And uh, so let's just pick up the story. So from that point, it says, so they arrested Jesus and led him to the high priest's home. And Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it. And Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, this man was one of Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. 
After a while, someone else looked at him and said, you must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted, this must be one of them because he's a Galilean too. But Peter said, I don't know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly, the Lord's word flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny me three times. And even uh, that you even knew me. Peter left the courtyard, weeping bitterly. See, I don't exactly know how this worked, but somehow Jesus was in, in eyeline of, of Peter at this point. And they've been through three years of incredible adventures and incredible friendship. And yet Peter finds that he does deny him publicly. He does say, no, 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 I, I don't even know him. And at that point, he catches sight of his friend, Jesus. And they lock eyes, presumably. And can you imagine how that must have felt? When Peter realized, what have I done? I've just said that this guy who I promised I'd never say we weren't friends. Actually, I've, I've just done exactly the thing that I promised I wouldn't do. But you know what's amazing is that this friendship for Jesus with Peter was really, really, really special. Did you know? Each one of us, friendship with him is really, really special. And we can go through different things in our lives where we can feel like we let him down. We can feel like we don't make a good choice in a moment. But the reality is that Jesus rushes in with forgiveness. Do you know, after Jesus died and rose from the dead, one of the first things he does, even before he's left the kind of the Garden of Gethsemane, he's come out of the tomb. In fact, there's this moment, isn't there, where in one of the Gospels it says that there is a man dressed in white who's radiant and beautiful, sat on this rock. And... Um, uh, the women that come, he speaks to them and he says, he says, are you looking for Jesus? They say, yeah, we're looking for Jesus. He says, look, he's going on. He's going to meet you in Galilee. Tell the disciples and tell Peter. Isn't it interesting that he references Peter separate to the rest of the disciples? Like He's only been raised for like a few moments. And yet his, his desire to restore his friendship with Peter was so strong that even at that moment, Peter is on his mind. And we got no idea what Jesus went through in those three days, did we? And yet for Peter, uh, for Jesus, restored friendship with one person is so vital that he's on his mind the moment he's risen from the dead. Now the incredible thing is that it's the same for you. It's the same for you. Jesus loves you so much. He so wants friendship with you. And he wants it deeper than you think. You know, we're, we're, we're all here presumably because we want to have relationship with Jesus. We've, we've come to church this morning. We've, um, we've made a choice not to be out in the sunshine on a bank holiday weekend. And we're here, aren't we? And, and that's, sorry, I'm not putting anybody down who's away this weekend. Um, they're very, very welcome to enjoy their weekend. That's great. But we're here because we love Jesus, aren't we? And yet, his passion, his desire to meet with you, to take away your fears, to take away your failures, to forgive you when you've stuffed it up again, when you've made a mistake, when you've messed up. His desire to do that and to have restored relationship is so, so present and so strong in this room. 
And we have a choice whether we want to continue to know Jesus at the level we know him at or whether we want to get to know him a bit more and receive more of his love. Yeah, you're very quiet this morning. Are you, are you all right? Are you enjoying this? Do you see that Jesus loves you? Do you know he loves you? Do you know he wants to turn your world upside down, even more upside down than it is at the moment? Did you know that? Um, see, at the start of Peter's journey with Jesus, he, says, he changes his destiny. He says, you're going to be a fisher of men. He calls him to an adventure. He calls him to a different life than he possibly thought was possible. Midway through the journey, I mean, there's numbers of things, isn't there? I'm just drawing out a few. But midway through the journey, he gets this moment to walk on water. He gets to literally see the, the adventure happening. Just before that, they get to feed the however many thousand people they fed. And Jesus has brought Peter into that adventure. You know, Peter was there at the transfiguration when he gets to see the, that incredible moment where Jesus is transfigured and... Um, there's adventure that's going on all the way through it. There's miracles. There's dead people being raised. And then at the end of the journey, Peter is called again by Jesus to be part of the adventure. Jesus says this, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given them, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Did you know there's never going to be a moment in your lives where you are not going to have Jesus with you? This is really, really good news, isn't it? You need never, ever be alone. Do you know, you can wake up every morning, and I do this, I wake up each day and I open my eyes and I realize I'm still in Jesus. I'm still in Jesus. I look out through Jesus. I've trained myself to do this over the last few years. Uh, 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 and and we, we can live like this. We can actually live like, you know, I've got a motorcycle helmet. And um, I, when I put that on, I have to look out through the, the visor, don't I? It's, since I've been a Christian, it's just the same. I'm in Jesus. He's, he's my armor. He's who I live in. He's who I'm with all of the time. I'm never not with him. I'm never not connected to him. So therefore, I can never be alone. I don't ever have to be scared. Isn't it incredible? And we just have free access to this. And so we're coming this morning not just to sing a couple of songs, but we're coming this morning because we want to discover more. And we want to say, Jesus, I want to know you more. Um, so we're going to break bread in just a second. Now, I wanted the children to be able to be involved in this as well. One of the things that Jesus did with his disciples was they had a meal together. Who here likes food? Do you like food? I love food. I really love food. There's some foods that I love more than other foods. They tend to be the ones that you're not supposed to eat as much of. I don't know why that is. Um, but what was common to eat at that point in, in for the disciples was bread. And we still eat a lot of bread, don't we? Um, so they ate bread and also they drank wine. Now, we don't drink as much wine now as I think that those guys ate, although I don't want to get lost in, in a bit of a sidetrack issue. Um, but they loved wine and they drank wine and that was normal. That was part of what they had with a meal. And we have wine with meal, don't we, sometimes? Really lovely. So the point is this. Jesus used the analogy of bread and wine for a reason. He wanted to, to remind us 
of who he was. He wanted to remind us of the physicality, the reality of who Jesus was. And when Jesus went to the cross, you know Joe led us in worship earlier and she was saying about the day that Jesus died? When Jesus went to the cross, his physical body was hurt, wasn't it? And his blood actually came out of his body. And it's a bit gross, but the reason he did it was because he loves you. And because it was the only way that Jesus could take away everything that would stop us from having friendship with Jesus. And he took it all away in a moment. He took it all away in a moment and restored friendship with us. And so what Jesus said to his disciples was, hey, anytime you have something to drink, anytime you have something to eat, remember me. Remember what I did. Use, use the fact that you're physically going to eat stuff and drink stuff as a reminder of the fact that I'm with you. I'm here. And I'm the one that has made it possible to have relationship with you in the first place. And so we like to... Um, uh, he, he intended it to be part of a meal. We're not going to have a meal right now, as I've said this morning. Um, but we are going to break bread and drink wine together, albeit that it's schlur or orange squash. Okay? Because this, um, this is just how we're going to do it this morning. So um, do you want to just all stand up? Is that okay? I want to pray for us. Um, Joe and the band, do you guys want to come back? And we're going to go back into worship, but we're going to break bread first. So I'm going I'm to use my radio mic, and I'm going to walk over here. Um, I'm just going to pray, and then um, if we all just want to come over and just share this amongst ourselves, um, then uh, that would be great. If one or two want to pour out some drink, that would be great. Um, Jesus, I just want to say thank you so much for the friendship that we can have with you. Jesus, I thank you that you've absolutely changed my life. Jesus, I thank you that I'm never alone. Jesus, I thank you that you've called me to a life of adventure. Jesus, I thank you that you deal with fear. You deal with the stuff that I'm afraid of. And you say that together we can overcome it. And Jesus, I want to thank you that it doesn't matter how many mistakes I make. It doesn't matter how big my failings are. Jesus, I want to thank you that you forgave me at the cross. That you restored me to friendship with you. Jesus, I want to thank you that your love for me will never, ever end. And Jesus, I want to thank you for every person here. The same is true. Exactly the same is true. I thank you that your love for us is so strong that you couldn't wait to meet us. You couldn't wait to have relationship with us, each one of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you for the cross. Thank you that you made it possible. Jesus, we just want to receive this bread and uh, this drink this morning. And we want to use it to say, Jesus, we want to know more of you. We want to say thank you for your body and your blood that was poured out, that was broken for us. Thank you, Jesus, that you made a way. You made it possible. Jesus, thank you that this isn't just a decision that we make once in our lives to follow you, Jesus. Thank you that this is an everyday relationship with you where we give our lives to you again, where we say, Jesus, we're all in. We want nothing less than you and the adventure with you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.